Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Glow Big Sober podcast. It's your host, Stephanie, and I'm so happy that you're here. I just love having to jump through all of the hoops in the whole wide world in order just to log on to Zoom and log on to all my little apps and stuff. And that's what I've been doing this morning is logging on, forgetting passwords, having them resent, can't use the same password. It's just so much fun. (laughs) I'm being sarcastic, of course. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. It's just the week after Thanksgiving right now. And it was really nice and relaxing and actually different than it has been in past years. I have, and I'm not sure if it's through growing up or through sobriety or the healing journey that I've been on since finding sobriety or maybe even the meditation. I'm not sure, but this year was a little different and I was able to calm my inner critic more than usual. So this podcast is going to be giving you some ways four ways, maybe five, to calm the inner critic through self-kindness, which the women that I coach, honestly, one of the biggest problems that I find that we all have is being so mean to ourselves. Why do we do that? A lot of times if we grew up in an unsupportive household or not very loving household, we can go the extra mile and try to do all the things to be the best of the best, and we beat ourselves up. And so I just want to give us some ways that can help calm that inner critic and help you get through the next set of holidays and and the next and the next and the new year. I have some really cool things coming up. I'll just run them by you now. We have dry January. That is going to be so fabulous to start your new year off. I'm with you every single week. There's a journal and a workbook that's included that has journal prompts, affirmations. We have a a live meeting every single week. You'll get that community. It is fabulous. Even if you're not that big of a drinker, you should join Dry January because we're going to do fitness challenges. We're going to do meditations. And you're just going to love it. So think about that. You can go to vibewithstephanie.com and you'll find the dry January challenge there. And then I'm also going, and I don't have the plans for this yet, but I will. I'll put it in the link section here. I'm going to do a New Year's meditation and a goal setting and planning evening. It'll be really nice. I don't have it even written down or planned yet, but just keep an eye out for that. And maybe by the time you hear this podcast, you can go and click a link and you'll be able to find and sign up for that. I think it'll be free. We'll just get together and get our plans for the new year together and just chat 
and, you know, try and start to relax about the upcoming new year. So those are the two things that are coming up. Let's get into ways to silence and calm that inner critic through self-kindness. Number one, ask yourself, how would you treat a good friend in this situation? This is so good. So if you find yourself talking bad about yourself and just feeling, oh, I wish I had done that differently. Or why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Ask yourself, would you talk to a good friend that way? Because you probably wouldn't. You're probably a really good friend and you're probably really kind to others, just not to yourself. So keep these in mind, write them down if you can. Number one, ask yourself, is this how I would treat a good friend? And if it's not, then how would you treat a good friend? Would you invite them to lunch? Would you tell them what a good person they are? Would you remind them of all the great things that they've done? Would you give them a hug? What would you do to a good friend who was saying these things about themselves? And speaking of hug, number two is holding the hand of your inner child. If you have not done Breakup with Booze with me, you should just go to my website and get it. Day two, we work on our inner child and healing our inner child. And I can't tell you what a game changer that's been in my life to finally be able to nurture her. And I know it sounds a little crazy, especially if you've never done it or if you're still in the drinking cycle, it can be hard to even think about reaching in, but it is enormous for your growth. So if you want to start silencing and calming down that inner critic, one really beneficial thing to do is to hold the hand of your inner child. Imagine that you're speaking to her and looking at her with love and speaking to her with love. And I know if you have been talking down to her or pushing her down with wine for a long, long time, this can be especially hard. But one way you can do that is just picture yourself talking to your inner child, almost as if you're the parent of her and you're taking her by the hand and you're telling her it's going to be okay and that you love her. It is amazing. One of the things, I don't know if you've heard me talk about this before, but for a long time when I was drinking, I would feel so sad for that little inner girl, little inner child. I was like, I can't believe I'm drowning her like this when she watched her mommy drown herself. I can't believe I'm doing the same thing to myself, to my little inner girl who never did anything to deserve this treatment. But I would keep drinking for years and years and years, but always feeling so sad for that little girl. But when I started to talk to her and say, I know what I'm doing and I'm not going to do this for much longer. You don't deserve this. I'm going to treat you better. I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm going to stop this. I promise. I would start talking to my inner child and it was like, then the more I, I abused myself with alcohol or in bad relationships or with negative inner self-talk, the more my inner child, the more it hurt my feelings that I was hurting my inner child. So when you start to acknowledge her, you don't want to damage her as much, if that makes any sense. So number two, hold the hand of your inner child. Envision yourself giving her a hug. I actually have a friend and a client of mine 
who is doing a lot of inner work. We're meditating and all kinds of stuff. She's in the Sober Vibes Lounge. She says that if you're having a hard time forgiving yourself, you can actually envision yourself going back to that moment in time and envision yourself giving that version of you a hug and telling her that it's going to be okay. So it's not woo-woo or crazy to go back and look at that inner child or look at that version of you and forgive her and hug her. You know, it's time to start taking it a little, a lot more easy on ourselves. And this is one really fabulous way to do that. And if you need any further help with the inner child stuff, I strongly recommend the Breakup with Booze. It's a four-day boot camp and you do it on your own time. And it is so beneficial. And women who have taken that are still sober to this day. And it's such great inner work that even if you're not a heavy, heavy drinker, it will benefit you. Number three, I touched on this a second ago, but having a mantra has helped me get sober and has helped me throughout staying sober. One of my mantras when I was newly sober was, alcohol is gross. Alcohol is poison. I can't stand drinking. I'm so happy that I'm not a drinker. I would say those things even though they weren't true in the moment. When I said alcohol was gross in my first few days, I didn't mean it. I really missed having a glass of red wine. I did not mean alcohol is gross. I didn't believe that alcohol was a poison. I didn't believe that I was a happy, sober person. But I said these things repeatedly as I was walking I say that all the time, make sure you're walking, but repeat these mantras. So a really good one that goes along with today's theme of self-kindness is I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Or I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive me. And you can say these things even if you don't mean them. And eventually you do believe it. You're talking to your subconscious. So take on a mantra. I definitely recommend, I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. And then you're also speaking to your inner child when you're doing that. And then another fourth way to calm and quiet and silence that inner critic through self-kindness is journaling. And I know a lot of my personal clients aren't big journalers, but there's ways that you can do it that make it not seem so foo-foo. Like you could do it notes on your phone, just writing down how you're feeling, what your self-critic is saying to you in this moment. I have a couple of prompts that you can use. One is who is leading this show? Me, my heart, or is it my inner critic? Who's leading the show, my inner critic or is it my heart? So that's a prompt right there. And you can put that in your notes. But number two, how is this self-talk untrue? Find proof that it's untrue. So if I want to say I'm unlovable, how is that false? I'm not unlovable. My son loves me. My cat loves me. My chickens love me. I've got friends that love me. My husband loves me. I love me. And if, if that is one of your things, like I'm unlovable, Consider that you're saying that to your inner child. Consider that you're saying you're unlovable to your little inner six-year-old girl, child. 
who would be heartbroken if you said that to a child, right? You would be heartbroken if you said that to a best friend. So consider that. It's not true. There's no way your little inner girl is unlovable. You were never unlovable. It's just those people around you didn't know how to love. And that's one thing that I'm learning to heal. Way One thing that I'm learning to heal be through my sobriety is just knowing that that little six-year-old, seven-year-old girl whose parents got a divorce and remarried and all the things, she wasn't unlovable. Oh my God. I've seen pictures of that sweet little girl. I am that little girl. It's just the people around me were so wrapped up in their own stories that they couldn't find it in them to show love the way that I needed it. So don't take that, your outside factors, don't keep internalizing that. That has nothing to do with you and who you are as a person and how lovable you are. Sorry, that was a tangent, but Thanksgiving brought that up. I was able to see people for who they are having nothing to do with me, nothing. And imagine that I carried all of that around for 40, almost four years. I'm unlovable because those people didn't know how to love. That sucks. That sucks. And I spend a lot of time with my son trying to make sure that he never feels unloved. And, you know, there'll be some other issue when he grows up. <laughs> I did something wrong. We are not, we're not perfect, but we walk around as just really fragile, hurt beings because of somebody else not knowing how to love us. So I, I want you to just prove to yourself that that's untrue. So look around and see who does love you. And that's why self-kindness and self-love is so important because even if nobody around you knows how to act right, you can give that to yourself. You can give that to yourself. Number three prompt is what negative self-talk has my inner critic started with me today? So at the end of the day, if you want to be like, what did she say that's not even true? What voice did I hear today that wasn't true? What did she say? And write down the negative things that she said. And that way you can just start to look at them and put it on paper and separate it from who you are. And I think that's it for today. I hope that those helped to calm that inner critic. Ask yourself, is this how you would treat a good friend? Hold the hand of your inner child. Have a mantra that you repeat, even if you don't believe it. Fake it till you make it. And then journal. I highly suggest dry January. I hope you come because it's not just about being dry from alcohol. It's actually about really a lot of self-development and healing and personal development, self-love, meditation, yoga, fitness challenges, giveaways, all the fun things. Just come, just join us. Go to vibewithstephanie.com to sign up and then keep an eye out for the end of the month, new year, new moon kind of vibe thing that we'll do for goal setting and what we want from the new year and all that kind of thing. Keep an eye out for that. All right. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for being here. Please share this podcast. If you love it, share it. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. 
I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.